1: It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis.
2: All right. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside him is the world-famous Joe Grande, and missing in action today is the world-famous Pot Brothers at Law. It's good
3: that Craig's missing because Craig's in Vegas getting his hair done, and he's he having a good time. A I mean, not only he need a haircut, he, he people don't know him. He gets his hair dyed, his mustache dyed, his armpits dyed, his chest hairs, back hairs. And it's just so crazy he goes as far as getting his ass bleached and dyed. And pubic hairs. So people don't know that about Craig Washman, but he's that old that he gets it done. And for those who want to see it, you can just ask him. He'll show you.
2: All of them. They're doing it live on on the Pop Brothers at Law. Page. On On, on their (laughs) IG Live (laughs) Friday. On IG Live. your ass, Page. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fun day. So listen, Joe, you know, it's funny because there's so much going on right now. And I just, I'm so excited to be sitting next to you. I feel like COVID's over, but it's really not.
3: It's really not, but you know what? Thank you, everybody, for listening to uh, the podcast, and thank you for hanging out with us. We've been doing this for a while. I'm going to kiss blue uh, on the show today, open mouth, and we're going to prove to everybody that COVID's done. Yes, and then we're going to show you exactly how to do it in slow
2: motion, so you can do it too. We're going to have our masks on at first, and then we're going
3: to go for it. Just yeah. kidding, you guys. And when we're going to pass a joint. Actually, I was hanging out outside earlier, and I was like... um. Are you going to share that joint? It was with Mark, actually. Mark was with Joel. And he's like, I'm not sharing that with nobody.
2: I'm not sharing. I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. I know. No one's sharing weeds. Isn't he, like, asymptomatic, though? He's just one of the guys that carries it? I mean, exactly. Guys he's like us, we've all had it. So. No, one other thing before you jump into the show. You know, I, I, I do know that I heard Arizona is like a war zone over there right now. And so they're reshutting it down. It's got the most, uh, uh, you know, cases of coronavirus. Well, and- the good thing is I got a buddy that's going to his lake house just on the border <laughs> nah, of Arizona. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Hopefully we're, he's we're safe and Yeah. yeah. Hey,
3: and I'm going to Vegas. So it's like, you know. Yeah. He, are you
2: going I, to Vegas? Yes. Nice.
3: Yes. Are you going to meet up with
2: uh, Craig? No. Oh, he is there. I didn't even think about it, actually. Oh, he's been there for actually, a week. Absolutely
3: not. I won't. Actually. I'm going to be with my kids. He's with his wife and, uh, you know. You know, maybe a nice dinner. Uh, no, because my kids will still be there. So a nice dinner means, and they're too old to like want to hang out with kids, and I don't want to do that to them. Mm. If they were like still mm. young at heart with kids at home, mm-hmm. they would understand. I hate doing that to people who don't have kids at home. Yeah, don't ever they don't do understand. that to me. Yeah, <laughs> I would actually do it to you because <laughs> Chelsea like kids. wants kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so therefore, she'd want to hang out. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah, look it's at the different. dynamic.
2: Yeah, she actually enjoys them. she have fun with them all. all yeah, weekend. where I, I mean, they would
3: enjoy it, but I know they wouldn't enjoy it. You're not going to Vegas to hang out with your buddy and their kids. That's, right. I'm not gonna do that. To right. Them. Right. So, I would not even hit him up so tell about us it. So, I was going down on the joke. So, you guys, first off, if you want to be a part of the show and hear your voice on the podcast, feel free to leave a comment, ask a question. Call 800 420 1980. That number, once again, is 800 420 1980. We're getting a lot of voicemails, a lot of fun questions. We're going to play a bunch of them uh, later on in the podcast that are coming up. So, make sure you check out our IG pages as well. Learn the script, the slam poem, and so much more. Plus, you can learn a lot about our personal lives. It's at Cannabis Talk 101. And right here, Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Yes. I am at Joe Grande52. The Pot Brothers are at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. And um Craig usually does your cannabis news. Mark usually has your stories from when cannabis goes bad. Blue has making waves. I usually do the go green segment. But right now, blue, I want to get to some Facebook questions. People oh. have been hitting us up on all kinds of different angles. You could also Feel free to email the show or email me directly, Joe Grande at Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One, uh, and we'll we'll get your questions. That was but, big,
2: man. That's a big one right
3: there. Right. So here, here's your, here's your question for Blue. Actually, this is for you. And I when I was going through all the questions, I mean, we could do a whole show on just questions alone. But I was like, this is perfect for Blue because he could elaborate on him because his expertise plays a part in this. Uh oh. It says Blue. Do I need to hire someone to help me with my own personal grow or can I really just do it on my own? What does it take? Speak on it,
2: Blue. It depends how big you're going to go on a personal grow at home. No. I mean, I think that's the perfect uh, place for someone, you know, to find out exactly what they're doing, understand the plant, understand the, 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 the cycles of the plant and how they react to certain things. And as long as you're not too invested in it, right? I mean, if you're going to, do something at home. I don't believe that you should, I think you should, it's a great place to just figure it out yourself. And is that indoor, is that outdoor? If you're going to do, you know, uh, 10,000, 20,000, 40,000 square foot facility, you know, definitely you need to hire somebody. You need to, um, vet them out. You need to, uh, you know, uh, you know, listen to their, their, their operation skills, because it's more than just growing skills, it's operational skills. And a lot of people think that, you know, that you can do both. Like I can operate the building, I can grow, I can manage this, I can manage that. And they start to realize that, no, you can't do any of that because you're going you be, to be focused on growing. If you're growing, you're going to be stuck in the weeds in no time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally, literally. I mean, you know, and, and so even then, when you start to dive into it, Joe, it's weird because, you know, uh, uh, it's, Someone that comes from like, oh, I've been growing, you know, and a lot of these growers that are master growers have been growing in their homes or in small warehouses for, you know, 20 years. And, you know, you could have someone that grows in a small warehouse or out of their home for the last 20 years and then convert them into a massive facility. And guess what? They're going to blow a crop. How old were you the first time you actually started your own grow? Uh, Your own. This is Blue's Grow. My personal grow, I would say, (coughs) excuse me. Got some nuts in my throat.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, let, me, <laughs> let me move over here. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. <clears throat> that wasn't a kiss. <laughs> um, so my personal grow was, <clears throat> here it is again, it's at the back. Yeah. Is that a hair?
3: he's <clears> a <throat> pubic hair too now?
2: Got me, Jeez, Joe. Nuts and hairs in his mouth. Wow. Um, so my personal, oh. the first time I think I did a grow was, <clears throat> don't hold me to this. I'm guessing I was probably 22.
3: <clears throat> now- I know, and the listeners that they've wasn't, been following it, us, your family's been growing as a kid. It was, you know, pinners in the house, and everybody knew about it. So twenty-two is blues grow. That's yours. At what point did you see your dad's first grow, or like a grow? Oh man! So
2: there's two sides that where I'm where I'm trying to go with this too. So so Pa's was growing. I mean, I, I dude, you had I, it at your house too, backyard. Yeah. I mean, backyard for since, since I was in diapers. I mean, I can't. Oh really? Oh dude, for sure. So I mean,
3: you were a little pinero, just with poop on your pants and <laughs> no, weed in the back.
2: There was, yeah, I I remember. You know, it's funny because I didn't even know it it was cannabis and. There was a weed plant like right outside my my window, and then there was like one inside of this. And I was probably I'm I'm you know at that time probably 15, maybe 14, 13. And it was oh, part, so you're still in diapers. This then? is when I remember. Yeah, no, this yeah. is when I remember though. I mean, before that, I mean, it was happening. I just when I realized that oh shit, that's that's a bud plant is my my dad came in and was like you know who 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 stole that bud off the tree because I guess it was and I he remember knew everything huh? No, I remember it hanging there. I didn't even know what it was. Oh, I, you I, took it off on actually. I was probably I was probably younger. You know, I mean, it was probably 12 or 13. So 12 or 13 years old. No, I didn't do it. My brother, I guess, probably was 15, 16, 17, 17 or 18. So I was probably, you know, 13 or 14 and I just didn't, you know, put Peanut two I'll and you two together. you some water too, sir. So Thank you, you sir. <laughs> Thank you, you know, brother. I, I, I didn't. I didn't really know that it was, you know, I knew what cannabis was. I just didn't realize that that was a bud plant in the backyard, I guess. You know what I mean? Probably 12, 13 years old. I who, just. What? Yeah, exactly. Just didn't put two and two together. And yeah, like who would not carry? Whatever. It's just a plant
3: in the backyard. It's just
2: whatever. My uncle John, you know, who passed away, and my father as well, you know, let them rest in peace. But, you know, when. when when they, they walked in the house and, and they, they had me and my brother in the room, they're like, Hey, you know, who who which one of you or your friends, you know, stole the the buds off the, the the tree out back, and I was in there going like, what are you talking about? What do you, you know, mean, what I mean? buds yeah. on the tree? What buds yeah, on the yeah. tree? And so, what I does think, that even mean? Yeah, they realized it because I mean we all knew what weed was or what it at that time, but you didn't know with buds on the tree just that you didn't, grow and you yeah. cut it down, and that's how we were making money, kids. And just put it, yeah, it <laughs> just put does. it, put it, put didn't put it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, you know, and and pops, you know, my, my pops was in the you know he 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 was a, a postal service in the navy, uh, tires and wheels and, and different. And stuff like that throughout his career so he had jobs as well but it was always a, a thing that he he always had around I mean was it something I mean up until the day he died he was literally like roll me out to the uh, in the VA hospital roll me out um, out front and I want to you know, smoke a joint you know? so at the age of 22 the stuff
3: that you've seen from 12 13 I mean a little kid on did you say dad I'm gonna start my own grow can you help me out with this or was the knowledge that you Brought in from learning and seeing everything once you started realizing, probably like 15, 16. I'm just going to imagine thinking about you saying you didn't know really at 13, but then you started to probably realize by 15, 16 and absorbing and soaking it in, going, Ah, they're using this, they're using that. Or
2: did no, you even soak it in? No, you know what? Honestly, um, I think when you're young, you think your parents don't know nothing. So, <laughs> that you, the know, truth? you know what I mean? Like, like your kids right now. Yeah, no, Dad, I'm just taking the car. Yeah. No, had Sorry I, to bring it up, oh. <laughs> Had I actually listened, right? I mean, you know, and, and picked up the, the skills and the different things, I'd, I'd probably even, you know, be in a better place now. But I, I think what, what I did is is I, I looked at it and was like, oh, I could do that better or, or I can, you know, I know more or, you know, you don't know nothing because, you know, your parents, you know, they're, they're also someone you don't want to be like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm going to start selling weed, Dad, you know. That's true too. Yeah, it wasn't. Was, hey, dad, it, I'm
3: about to jump in this illegal game. You want to help
2: me grow it? Yeah, and and even and even when my my dad realized I was, and it was because my friends would come over and, and buy weed from him and be like, "Hey, where's you know Chris?" and and then his sales would go down and stuff. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> <He's> like, You're jumping <laughs> in <to> my car. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It, it turned it, and this is in my t- late teens, like 1920s. You know, going into that age, but you know, I think it came to a point where he he would sit me down and go, and, and keep in mind, it was a lot more illegal than it is now is he would tell me things like, you know, son, um, you know, I sell I sell cannabis or weed. He wouldn't he'd call it dope and, you know, which I'd always be like, stop calling it dope, Dad. But, you know, it was one of those things where he would come in and go, you know, I sell it to, to so I could have some free smoke, have a little bit of extra cash so we can have a, a nice lifestyle. And, and I have a job and all these other things. I don't just, you know, I'm not just, you know, not just a drug dealer. Right. And, and so it was, you know, and, and he was moving pounds. My dad, my dad moved plenty of pounds in his life. In fact, um, you know, there was a point in time where my dad was our mule, you know, I mean, he was just had the perfect look and we, him and I started partnering up and I was, you know, allegedly moving him from San Diego into Colorado And, uh, you know, I remember the first time I had, you know, several hundred pounds of, of, of cannabis allegedly, and I was getting ready to take them from San Diego and I was packing them in the back of this car and I had them all done and, and I was literally getting ready to take off. And he's like, what are you, you know, where are you going? I'm like, I'm taking them to Colorado, Colorado Springs. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're, you're doing it. You know, you're, you're not doing that. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I'll do it. And I was like, huh? And I was like, Dad, I said, you know, oh, I'm jumping on the sword for you. Jumped right on it, dude. And not only that, but every time, you know, he's
3: like, Mio, I got you into this game. I ain't gonna let you get yourself out of it, dude. Hundred percent. I'm gonna do it for you. Pops is like, I'll. That's do OG, it. steady. That just give yeah. me chills. From Pops, like,
2: yeah. You know, if that's what we're gonna do, Pops, and that's what you're supposed to well, do. Well, I was like, I'm gonna go with you. He's like, Nah, I got this, dude. And I was like, Well, who, who you, you know, who you going with? He's like, I'm going by myself. I'll be there tomorrow. And I'm like, What? Then he's call like, Call me Bolo because tw- I roll so long. Yeah, yeah twenty four <laughs> hours. Yeah, I'd th- I say. Uh, 28 29 30 hours later you know he's he's calling and going you know all right um i'm here you know Do you
3: mind if i stop and get a few meals with this extra cash i got here my
2: boy ron my boy ron you know he he uh he was he it, it was his cousin you know and he was like yeah i'm at this trailer park and you know where, where are these guys you know and Look so for the old guy with the mustache it, and the rollo. <laughs> funny thing is, it was an old dude out there, and him and my dad became really good friends. And the old man was, uh, you know, he was tied into like just so many other deep things, though, you know. And so when we when we had, you know, we were just about cannabis. I mean, there's one thing that also my dad taught me, which I stick to cannabis. Uh, stick to cannabis, even man. though it was a
3: felony and a big one at that time, yeah. still
2: early on. Yeah, no, and and it's it's one of those things where you know, it's like you can. You can get your when you have cash businesses and you you know and and there's so much going on you, you know you start thinking oh well if I do this I could sell that or I could do this and all of a sudden there's other drugs involved and people want to get involved in that my pops is so adamant about making sure that that I never touched any other drugs um, uh, you know or got into any other business and that you know went from pharmaceuticals, to cocaine, to meth, to heroin, to any other drugs, and he was like, you're going to be approached by them, they're going to come into, the, some of the same guys are di- tied into the same things, and you got to make sure that you just don't ever do that, don't touch it, don't mess with it, so I stayed away from it. That's the game right there. Well, I hope that answers your question out there.
3: I believe your name was Charlie out in Fresno. Uh, basically, just start growing if
2: it's your own. If it's small, you can do it yourself. If it's big, you need some help. That's the yeah. bottom line for the question. Yeah, and, and, and if you want me to go deeper into it, man, just you know, email Joe, man. And we'll, we'll <laughs> email talk Joe, it. blue oh, yeah. at cannabistalk101.com. Oh, man. <laughs> Let the games begin, huh? We're about to give out Joe's personal number and his wife's number. We'll be right back after this break.
4: start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily
0: to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
1: hey fam i'm simone voice i'm danielle robay and we're the hosts of the bright side a daily podcast from hello sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: <laughs> Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. We have an amazing show for you guys, and I hope... I hope you are at home safe or in the car or enjoying something right now. I hope you're out and about going somewhere. Yeah, cool and golfing, just doing so- oh just Blue and I went
3: go- we haven't talked Blue and I went yeah. golfing on a Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Sunday last Sunday. Sunday. And we had the time of our lives. It was I was just great. smoking cigars, we had a couple drinks, it was such a good time. And watching you swing
2: that club and miss those balls, man, dude, man, you know, it's funny because I, I started off really well, man. I had a nice you really stroke. Did. You had a good I stroke. had such a good okay, stroke. You can play. I can see you can play. Yeah. You know, okay, this cat's gonna be okay. I was like, Ooh, boy. You know what it was? I think was I got lazy. off on number four. I got no. I, I got lazy. You know, I went. went once the old man that we were playing? Tom and Tom. We were playing Tom and Tom. They were Tom and Tom. Yeah. It was Tom and Tom. Tom and Tom Junior. So, uh, we we. We ended up sitting with them and it was weird because I, I realized that he was kind of not, you know, he was, you know, messing up a little bit too kind of thing. So I didn't feel so bad. You know, I was like, oh, you know, Tom's not so, you know, great either. You know what I mean? So that's not so bad. I wasn't too worried. Oh, I shouldn't worry anyways. It's just a game. I mean, geez, you're out there. You're not making money off it. We're out there. We paid to play. No, totally. have a good time and leave me alone. You got a problem with how I play? Piss off. No. Yeah. But, but, you know, sometimes, you, you know, you, you don't want to be the, 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 the the anchor. Oh, you don't want to be the anchor, you know.
3: And I, I actually played the best I played in a long time. So Joe, my, that wasn't my normal game, by the way. I
2: know, Joe. I mean, I really Joe. At- Joe. Actually, I'll, I'll be honest, man. He is lying his ass off right now by saying he played a good game. Because <laughs> it was great. <laughs> no, it, it was a great game. He, he, did, a, he did a great even job. Even the other guy was like, dude, uh, what's your score
3: right now? I'm like, I don't even know. I mean, I have it on my scorecard, but I'm, I'm not keeping mental track of it. I know I'm doing very well, but yeah, I didn't know what it
2: was. You know what, though? I think I could hang with you if I just... If I think you can, too, honestly. Yeah, I think I said, I used the, the number
3: the other day. You're about seven rounds away. Because... No. You're, you're, you're there. Your ball was going straight. It was just You're just going turtle. I mean, uh, yeah. go for sure. Shots. Well, I
2: didn't have... Like I said, when I first came in, you know, I, I stretched a little bit. Maybe I you need to smoke well. a little more weed. Yeah, something. I mean, Either way. Not yeah. drink on... on maybe maybe know, that was the, it after the shots of the vodka. The eighth, uh,
3: eighth or ninth hole was like, a, If anybody ever wants to be a part of the show, ask questions. We're answering a couple questions a day. Give us a call, 800-420-1980. That number to be a part of the show, 800-420-1980. Leave a question. Leave a comment. Ask why Mark and Craig haven't been around lately. Lazy son of a bitches. Yeah. And uh, you know, you could always go to our Facebook pages and everything else, well, spe- Cannabis
2: Talk 101. Speaking of Facebook, actually, somebody was asking a question about Mr. Joe Grande, and it says, "Have uh, I, I have listened to you since uh, you were on Power 106 in Big Boy's Neighborhood, and um, I've noticed you've gravitated towards the cannabis show. The last time I remember you, you were on Sports Talk Radio. What yeah. happened? So it's funny. He, I up- was, he upgraded it.
3: Yeah, I, I actually... Ended up quitting, and it's so funny that I get asked this question quite a bit from people who have followed my radio career, like, dude, I remember you on Power and Kiss FM, so I worked with Big Boys Neighborhood, I worked with Power on Kiss FM with Ryan Seacrest, and then I did a lot of sports talk radio, and the last I was at NBC Sports on the last one. And Big Boy would talk about me from time to time too, saying, you know, shout out to Joe Grande over there at NBC Sports, whatever. So the people who still listen to him kind of followed me. So whoever that is that uh, sent that question, and I appreciate you following my journey. And um, I actually called that, I hung up my cleats uh, uh, several years back. And I was done with doing sports talk even when I moved to South Orange County. I was just going to raise the family and got a job in some sales and doing some processing and all kinds of other random stuff. And I started getting into the cannabis space, doing uh, you know processing for companies and helping them establish bank accounts and all this stuff. And then I ran into Christopher Wright, uh-huh. Mr. Blue. Yes, sir. And when I ran into Blue, he said, Joe... Uh, why don't you come on the show so we can record a segment with Wait,
2: you? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on a second. You want let, to dismiss the whole let, No, part. let's back it up a little bit. Let's back it up a little bit. This guy walks into the office, you know, and we had a beautiful office. It was, it was probably, in my opinion, at, you know, one of my favorite offices—a standalone building. And then we had this huge flood that kind of wiped us all out. I mean, it's like five hundred thousand gallons of water came in that facility. Craziest story Fi- ever! A fire hydrant got hit outside, landed on top of the building. I'll never forget Jim I mean, swimming out of the office. Yeah, we were running around <laughs> corners, slipping and falling. I mean, it was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, it ruined a lot of our equipment. We kind of like started over, but. Joe walks into our conference room and you know, hey, what's up, guys?
3: It's, I was all booted, suited and booted, suited and
2: booted. And, and you know what's funny is I don't know if I ever told you this, but I just told Frankino this the other day, and I, I you know, I, I brought it up because I was like, you know. My next door neighbor, he sells Bibles and, and like church church things like Bibles, uh, uh, candles, anything that has to do with like churches. What? Right around the neighborhood, candles, cannabis, whatever. Yeah. Neighbor he, to neighbor. Well, he's my neighbor and we're <laughs> buddies. We hang out all the time. And he, he comes over and he goes, hey, you know, I got these guys that are in the merchant world. You know, I want to introduce them to you. I said, should should not buy? I'd love to. I mean, merchant services is one of the hardest things to do. I think in any business. I mean, until you've established yourself with the business.
3: Like if you're selling T-shirts, it's real easy. But if you're not selling, if you're I selling some hard, like even if you're you selling T-shirts,
2: if you're selling volume in T-shirts, it true, could be a problem. With big volume, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so it starts to we start to do you know our our uh, you know deal. He says, I'm going to have these guys show up and. i I even forget ian was that his name the other guy that showed up i forget his name uh but him and this other guy joe show up and joe grande walk in the room and i'm going he goes hey what's up man i'm joe grande and i'm like joe grande i'm like joe grande from power 106 and he's like yeah and i'm like what's up bro i said we've met before i said i used to listen to you when i was younger and (laughs) joe when i was a kid oh when i was a kid (laughs) <laughs> Joe said well hey bro we're not a, you're, you're you're not a much uh, younger than me bro well this is the type of businessman
3: I am I actually said hey you know what fuck you I'm yeah. not that much older than you before we start yes. this business meeting I'm already gonna punch you
2: back with a capital F yeah. to start the meeting up and yeah. set the record off right and I'm li- literally just start rolling in the office you know and, and we start talking about the merchant stuff and I, I think after we, we, we go through the merchant you know uh, stuff he he comes and says you know what he says you know uh, I feel like I I could help you guys on your show or you well, know Well, it was a
3: little later after we did the show. That was after. It oh, no, that, I that said, meeting. why don't you
2: come to the show? Actually, yeah. why don't you come to
3: the show and we'll, we'll interview you on the show. Yeah, so I went there and you and I believe Craig interviewed me on the show. Mark was gone like he is now, probably trying to do his own thing again like he's normally doing. Yeah. And um, it's not working again. But what's going on was I did the interview and then we hit it off and, hey, why don't you come back next week? So I didn't even have a chance. But after that show that we did together, I was like, "Dude, what you guys got? This whole cannabis thing is dope. I, I like it.
2: Yeah. I, I think I think. The or something there like you guys got a good show i feel the vibe oh it was great so so he he asked after the show he you know he pulls me in the next room you know and he's like hey you know is it what do you think you know and i'm just like you know and it was weird because i i kind of had that same feeling like you know even
3: before we went to the show i felt it well after the meeting at the well, meeting, I was like, "Why is there chemistry with this dude?"
2: Well, I, I really wanted, yeah, there was a lot of chemistry, and so we made out afterwards. But yeah, you know, story though. But Get that's before. you know, but our wives know about it, so it's okay. It's all good. So, so the 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 thing that came into it though was that you know, I, I think we sat down, and he was asking me, and I go, you know, let me talk to the brothers. And and at that time, I, I I've always thought we, we should have a, a woman's voice on on cannabis talk. You know, I have and, boobs, and, and I've been you know, and he does have boobs. So you know, uh, that's why he's Joe Grande. Or Yeah. So, but, but I thought about it and I said, you know, um, you know, I think it might be a good addition and, you know, let me talk to the guys about it and, and so we, we went back to them and right away, you know, Craig is just, no, we don't, we don't need nobody else on the show. And that's that. And,
3: that's great And, then, for and you. then
2: Mark was like, well, I don't know. I mean, what, what is an, is he an asset to the show? Or, I mean, you know, he seems like he's well-spoken. He kind of knows what's going on, but I'm not sure either. You know, I, I, if big brother says no, I, I would say no too. And, and I go, well, you know, I, I said, instead of saying no, I said, well, why don't you guys do some research on the guy, find out who he is, understand who he is, what he's done in this industry. You know, he's, he's got a, you know, a, a, a degree in in you know in in radio or, you know in broadcasting i said it's some you know he's he knows what he's doing and so look at the resume yeah i think a, <laughs> day, no. a day later a day later i think um craig calls me and goes my wife knows who he is i think it might be a good idea but let's just give him an audition You know, and I was like, okay, well, you know, let's give him an audition. Let's like, you know, he just did an audition pretty much. He just came on the show. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, but let's not make it a guarantee. We're not sure how it's going to work out kind of thing. You know, I said, okay, let's not make him too big of a promise kind of thing. Then, drum roll,
3: please. Hey, Joe, why don't you come back next week so we can, you know, be a part of the show and... Be with all of us, and we'll just talk and do a normal show. So I, I think it was more like, said, "Hey, okay. yeah, let's do,
2: let's get you on the show, let's vibe We're gonna it out." We have some guests, and we can
3: interview some people with
2: you. Yeah, okay. and, and then I thought to myself too, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, when someone you know isn't it, t- leaves radio, you know, and retires, which you did, you know, it's one of those things you think to yourself, like, "Damn, is you know, did he retire? or Did he get fired? You know, does this guy have some stink coming with him? You know." You can think that way I can see that no of course course. you think that you have to think that if you're doing business so you know I'm trying to dig up dirt a little for a little bit you know and be like find it you know and it's like damn you know and then you know I I had some talks with him actually and that straight up I think I straight up asked him like dude were you fired from radio or were you you know he's like yeah I've been fired from radio but I wasn't fired when I quit but I wasn't fired (laughs) when I when I when I retired you know so anyways we tell him to meet down at the radio station and he shows up to the radio station and and uh, like I'm like probably 20 minutes early and he's like, I'm here, you know? And I literally was like, Oh man, I didn't call Joe and tell him I I can't make it, you know? And I, I literally had an emergency come up. Craig had an emergency come up and Mark was already scheduled not to come again. Just normal for him. That's normal. Just like he's not here. Mark, how do you feel about it? Princess. Um, so, so he ends up, he ends up, my big brother says, (laughs) so, so he ends up saying, um, you know, showing up and, And I go, Craig, I said, I'm not gonna make it to the show. What time are you gonna get there? And he's like, Man, dude, uh, you know, uh, something's going on, blah, 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 blah. I'm not gonna be able to make it. Maybe we should just cancel the show. And I'm like, Mind you, two guests are there too that are scheduled to be interviewed. And I'm like, Joe Grande is there by himself right now, dude. He doesn't even, he's never carried our show for us. He's, you know, it's his first time ever doing a show with us. Last time he's being interviewed. And I go, Let Joe do the show. And Craig's like, I think he just canceled. I'm like, No. Joe can hold down the show. He's like, I don't think it's a good idea, bro. He's gonna screw up the show. This and that, da 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 da. I'm like, Craig, Joe is a professional. He can handle it. And it's like, it was ten minutes before the show, and he goes, Are you you sure you want to do that? I'm like, Craig, it'll be fine. I was like, All right. I called Joe. Joe, what's up, bro? Here's the situation. I was like, We're not gonna make it. What do you mean you're not gonna make it? None of us are gonna make it. He's like, All right. So what should I tell the guests? I was like, Ask them who they are and do the show. He's like. the show by myself. I was like, well, you got Ripper there, the engineer, the engineer, the engineer's there. <laughs> All right, screw it. All right, cool. Let me prep. Well, yeah. hi. Well, he, hey, what's your name? Where are you from? Yeah. What, what's your company? What are you going to talk about? Okay, cool. Let me. Okay,
5: perfect. Let's go.
2: Yeah, and and this guy gets on the show, and you know what? It was the worst show we've ever had. It was the highest rated show <laughs> ever till this day
3: on KOCI. Yeah, and right. It's still <laughs> shocking to me, but the moral of the story is that's how it was I got into show. The cannabis. as you send us a message on Facebook and I appreciate you asking and following my journey and now I'm stuck with these guys and now we're here with iHeartRadio and everywhere else and thank you so much I don't know what the guy's name was but I know he wrote that so thank you for listening to Canada's Talk 101 i got to tell you a story and I want to talk to you about uh, Method
2: Man and Med my God I'll be right back
0: This is Neil Strauss
4: start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily
0: to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
1: hey fam i'm simone voice i'm danielle robay and we're the hosts of the bright side a daily podcast from hello sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day It's molecular, you know. Listen to the bright side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to
0: iHeartResults.com for
2: more. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. In this segment of Cannabis Talk 101, we are going to be talking about Med Men and Method Man or Red Man? Method Man. So rapper, I'll start with Method Man. And first off though, I wanted
3: before we forget and, and skip over it, I just want to thank the crew always for doing such a great job. Kit, Peanuts, Jennifer, Elvis for helping us out as a producer, giving us information all the time. Thank you guys. We always appreciate you so very much. Shout out to my boy Wesley. PJ in the building. PJ as well, thank you, brother. <laughs> Class you, you, over there, peanut's I bigger brother, hit
2: <laughs> Oh, here we go.
3: I love him because he's just getting heavier by the week. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Method Man is a rapper. Well, he's launching a new marijuana business specifically aimed at boosting other black-owned cannabis companies. Now, according to Bloomberg News, the business, uh, to call to call T I C A L, short for taking into consideration all lives now also the name of method man's first solo album t-i-c-a-l was also the name of his first solo album right so it's kind of cool and that's the similarities so he'll soon begin selling weed products to black owned retailers in california and he has a quote saying personally it's essential that we use our brand to help bring awareness to the social system and economic injustice in communities that have struggled with oppressive mass and uh, you know incarceration and radically biased political policies. Method Man and his government name is Clifford Smith. So way to go, Clifford. Yes. you well, know, well, It's me- kind of good. Some people may be, well, why are you only do You know what? Because sometimes it's good for some people to stick together. And if I'm going to do that for well, there's, nothing my, it. there's nothing wrong with it. nothing wrong with it at all. Great.
2: First of all, I want to say this. I respect it and I think it's it's brilliant. I the, One question I have is, is it legal? To just sell two? What do you mean? I can sell to whoever I want. No, products. no, no. I, I, no. I'm, I'm not saying that he's not gonna sell to everyone. Is he? Is he considering just selling just two? Well, he's saying that's what he's focusing on, right? He's looking right. Well, at that's doing you know, that's perfectly fine. Black I mean, there's nothing business. wrong with that.
3: And you know what? I think it's great. This is what my focus is on. And guess what that means? That means you need to go to a black-owned dispensary to get Method Man's weed. And it's kind of cool. Ain't no, nothing wrong with oh, that. Oh, no,
2: no, yes, yeah, for you know what I'm sure.
3: Saying? I think it's yeah. like, you know, you want to get my weed? Well, I'm, well, I'm sure he's going to get distribution
2: cats. in all owned
3: companies, right? I mean, I, but no, I mean, here's the deal. When Method Man sees the check and going, here's 20 grand
2: or here's 200 grand no, which yeah. one do you want? You'll take uh, them all. Uh, no. Let me
3: get everybody selling my shit.
2: hundred percent. But I but I think it's important though, just just like you know, you know, women owned businesses and and black owned businesses and Hispanic-owned businesses with women. and white owned businesses, a lot of work together. And I, I don't there's nothing wrong with that. You know? I mean there's nothing wrong with working together, but this is what
3: he's pushing his movement on, and he's and he's going back to his old solo album and you know, this is how he's starting it, bottom line. And it's it's just cool and it's good timing, in my opinion, as far as you know uniting brothers and just just it's just good i bottom line it's the news i like it i've always liked method man he's always been cool stand-up dude every time you see him slap hands just a straight cool cat
2: yeah red and method you know to be honest with you i you know when they did the movie how high um i actually was uh, extra in the movie were you really? Yeah, and how high? Did they show you in it? Uh, in a bleacher somewhere. I, 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 you know, I seen my little ball head in there somewhere. You know, back when I was, I think nineteen or twenty or something like that. It was a long time ago, but I did love that movie, and I, you know, I just love those old school urban movies that were, you know, based on cannabis, like Friday and Thank God It's Friday. How know? come we
3: haven't had a good one recently? It just seems like we haven't had a really well, good urban funny. Well, they're not weed good to us, dude, because we're old. You know what? I become <laughs> the old fat guy on the porch by, by far. Because even
2: sometimes <laughs> some of this music, I'm just like, oh god, what did he say? Well, I tried to watch some of them, and I, I sit down and watch some of these new shows, and I'm like, oh, you know, that's not realistic from when our time was, but it's probably more realistic for the the generation that we're dealing with. I mean, you think about like, um, you know, even even these riots, right? I mean, you know, before the 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 protests is one thing right but then the, the writing that's happening I mean I, we've seen this and in, in with the uh, uh, Rodney King Rodney King right and, and so even before that though when COVID hit you know I, it was weird because I literally went and cut out boards for each one of my windows you really did and, you guys and, 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 it was crazy. And, and you know I had them measured out I measured all my windows out and I, I went down to Home Depot I had them cut them all out and I I, 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 you know, I measured all my windows and then labeled them in my house. Drilled holes, so not, not in my walls, but in the, in the uh, concrete. No, 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 in, in no, in, no, no, hell no! I didn't ruin my house, but I, I in the, in the wood that I, uh, the plywood that I was going to cover my windows with, and and my wife, my kids, everybody's like, "What are you doing? You know, like, why are you getting plywood?" And I'm like, "Because the shit could hit the fan." And they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Dude, our country's getting shut down right now. Do you guys realize what's happening?" Like, and they're like, "No, what are you talking about?" And it I'm just like, "Keeps
3: getting worse and worse. And, and the it, news just hey, got fucking. That's just hey, COVID, but it's funny. That's from
2: COVID. Hey. And
3: And it didn't even go bad. It just got worse. Like, okay, I got these fucking sheets for COVID. No, that motherfuckers is looting and going crazy. Right. Oh, and so, it's and so
2: when that happened, you know, we had this, you know, this this incident happen, you know, with um, George, and uh, you know, and it's like, gosh, man." You know what? Like they're seeing it happen on TV, and they're going, you know, it was it was a, there was a day where we're all sitting in the house and we're all watching TV, and they're like, "My dad's getting those boards dead." No, my kids are like, "Is that what you were talking about?" And I'm like, "Son, that's exactly what I was talking about." And he's <laughs> "I had he's no like,
3: idea that, that was going to happen." Though. And all of a
2: sudden, it was like, "Hey, is that going to come over here?" And it's like, "It could," you know what I mean? Like it possibly could. And I was like, "But you know, don't worry. Like don't 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 get too worried, but 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 be aware." You know, it's just crazy what 2020
3: has been like. The year 2020 <laughs> oh. goes down in the record books,
2: just like for no f-
3: other year in my 48 years of life. I can go back to thinking, going, you know, I used to think listening to Prince, going, we're gonna party like it's 1999. And when it was 1999, I fucking partied hard. I, was <laughs> thinking, I went hard in 1999. You fell for the song, oh huh? yeah, you know How what I mean. 1999. So, you know, so well, you know, I mean, I, I just had a good time. And what? Bottom line is, you just look at this 2020 and go, damn. It's been a big year. I'll
2: tell you what, it is going to go in the record books. It's going to be in, you know, like when history, you know, goes back and, and, you know, our children's children start to go through school and they look at some of the stuff that's going on, which is actually pretty horrible that they have to even see this and still be a part of our history, right? It's shameful because our country is better than that. Our people are better than that. And honest to God, I feel like we've had such a good relationship with all races and there's been no color lines for so long and then you I know, actually and, disagree and, with that I think there has been I, no, I no, I'm think, not saying I, there there hasn't been I'm saying that there there has been but it wasn't like in the 80s and 90s in the 80s and 90s it was definitely more it was just, segregated it
3: was just hidden more and now people are filming it more and coming out with it more and I just think it's being put on the forefront rather than the oh that's just her that's just them acting that like that that's just not right though. It, oh it's just not right I think it's ignorance that has been out there killing people and just like I, I, like myself dog i let my hair grow because i was sick of being treated and this is recently so it's not like within the last four years i didn't let my hair grow i had to let my hair grow so i quit getting treated like shit you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't think and for me personally going no it's still there why because i got treated like and i'm not even black no but but but, but so, i mean yeah i know being being you it's, know it's still stronger than ever well, you, they're making a bigger point now and it's good that White folks are out there standing and marching, and that's going to make the difference because now we can all talk about it openly and say, hey, man, what's going on? How do you feel about this? But something that I want to talk to you about, Blue, I mentioned this before we broke, was MedMen. MedMen's making some big news again. As of just recently, I mean, they, they had a big quarter. They actually got a plus in their quarter, right? So that's, that's a good sign, and we'll get a little more in detail on that. But what I really want to mention is the founders, guys we know, Yes, they've stepped down. So I'm wondering, reading between the lines of MedMen, and and the whole <gasps> stock and company because let's just face it they raised a lot of fucking capital they're taking private jets they're spending they were spending that money like it was fucking bubble gum money like, well whatever let's go let's just do it up well the billboards
2: they they they, they definitely
3: got a borderline uh, dirty well I don't know dude I I didn't I for didn't, them to have to step down no 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 listen I mean I'm sure they're gonna make some lucrative cash and still be a part of but they're not gonna be on the big board of making the big decisions anymore because your decisions you've made. Led us into being looked at too heavy, be, not being able to collect more money from more venture capitals who want to put put in money to this because they were spending money not as wise as they should
2: have. Been. When, when I look at MedMen, I I, I I look at it in a different way, you know, and and I'll explain that to you because not everybody would see that. And of course, excuse me, you go ahead. Hug. Yeah, I I, I, know. No, I'm sorry. I I think I know where you're. Well, I
3: I look at MedMen by the way too. First off. <clears throat> Like a monster that's not going to go away. And I know Mark and Craig, especially Craig and I, we've been going back Let's get them on the show. I mean, I would let's love to. just He's reach out to them. Probably in him. Vegas, passed out face down on some fucking beach couch on a poolside. No, though.
2: not Craig. I'm talking about MedMen, the owners of MedMen. Yeah. We Men. So should get them. They are probably too, though. They're they're too though. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. The, the, this is how I look at, at MedMen, okay? They came into the world market.
3: Of the, cannabis, et,
2: the world market. There's people that are that are big companies that are national. There's big companies that are that are just you know local big companies. They made a world brand name for their stuff, like Apple. They they made a world brand name in the cannabis industry. And to do that, you got to spend a lot of money. You've got to shake and move with the the people that have a lot of money. But not which even just means, the cannabis industry Blue. They made a name for themselves worldwide. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So worldwide, like they're the cannabis company. Yeah, and they have more stores than anybody. More, you know, more. At, you, you drive down freeways, streets. You see on on billboards. You hear on everything. Medmen, Medmen, magazines everywhere. So they Dateline took, well, Jimmy Kimmel. They're I, using Medmen. I call that market share. And so, in order to get the kind of market share that they wanted, they had to expand that fast and put that much money into it. Now the investor goes, "Well, there's no money coming back, right? Because here's what they happens: bought all these buildings in Culver City as well. They bought the whole pl- yeah they bought a,
3: a whole but, big. Those
2: are assets, right? So so that's okay. But what I'm saying is, is you start to do that kind of move, and and you know the investor goes, you're just spending money like an idiot buying houses, and they're like, dude, I spent a million dollars, okay, in, in in out of the hundred million, fifty million, a hundred five five hundred million that we raised or whatever, and we spent a million dollars of it on us. Yeah. Okay. If you look at the big picture and say, you know, yeah, they were taking Jets here. You know what? They were taking Jets places because they probably had ma- you know, massive people working with them next to them that they had to impress and work with on that scale to get where they're at. So, you know, if, if, you, if you say that and you think of it as a brand and go, you know what? The market wasn't ready for them to be that big and that fast. But
3: they took it. And they,
2: own they it took it book. and now they own it. And I don't think that they, you know, and they're i are not going nowhere. People I, think they're going to go under hell. No, they're not. going. They're not under. going anywhere. So, someone a will, right now, it, like I said, someone will buy them. Someone will, you know, eat it up, whatever. It's not going to be one of those things that just goes away. I, I don't believe that.
3: Yeah. Third quarter, they ended uh, with an increase of forty five point nine million dollars for the quarter. So, you know, yes, they took some big lumps. But they're going back in the right direction. You're, you're, everything you're saying, I agree with dead on. Yeah, they're a company that did what they needed to do. People who are going to complain about them, boy, they spent this. They did that. They fucking own the market. Well,
2: they, they, uh, not they, only that, they own the world as far as look at this brand out of California. Every one of them, yeah, parents, you know, soccer moms the, to, the, to the the, the soccer st- moms want to go buy weed at Medmen. Street guys to the stock soccer mom to the, to the to the to the operators that are operating the facilities. They all know who Medmen. They all want to be in the MedMen store. They all, you know, trying to get par- part Every of that Every brand share. wants to have their brand sold in the MedMen store. And not only that, they also created the Apple, like the Apple kind of, you know, store style feel, exactly. which was the very ambiance when you ambience. walk into that. Uh, and, and so they put themselves on another class level when they did that. It wasn't just a "Hey, we're selling cannabis" type thing here. So going through that, you know, I would say the uh, the the investors aren't going to see a return for another ten years. Okay, and I think they maybe uh, sold. On a dream that hey we'd have our money back in in three or four years or five years and didn't realize it was a fifteen year investment. It's a bigger play, but yeah. but I think overall, you know, the, the, and and here's what happens is I think that they owe they 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 made promises that they can't keep up to. Now that is 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 their fault, but I don't think that they you know the investors should be looking at it like and the reason there's turmoil is because now that the investors are going in going well I'm going to take it. You know, I'm going to take it. So they're just taking a new control, you know, and and there's just a new controller, a new operator. But if they had said, hey, this is a 20-year play, guys. We're going to spend, you know, uh, $300 million up front, and then we're going to make $40 million a year after that for the next 10 years, and we're going to get our money back times 20. Let
3: alone in the quarter? We made $40 million this quarter, third quarter. If
2: they would have laid it out properly... It, it would have been okay. I, I don't think they did. I think that's that That was the, the, the misunderstanding. Well, a lot of
3: people didn't look at this cannabis game and realize how much it was really going to cost these guys. Sure. Because you think this, you anticipate that, but bad grows, bad crops, bad building, bad this, bad that, higher taxes, higher this, higher that. You're like, oh, shit, I didn't realize my money was going to go so fast. Right. Now I need more. But, you know, Medman's doing good things. Even though their
2: you know founders stepped down, we're still, Blue and I are still huge fans of the Mark and Craig, Dave on the fence with I, I think they're playing devil's advocate I mean you know everybody's going you know oh these guys are going under because they, they, they're reading into the news right but I mean if you read the news and believe everything the news is saying dude I mean you might go crazy in a week
3: yeah well thank you guys and uh, once again if you want to be a part of the show give us a call anytime 800-420-1980 that phone number is 800-420-1980 leave a comment leave a voicemail say how you met us whatever Blue you owe me money Joe yeah, you, uh, you look like crap
2: on camera whatever you want to say have fun with us well there it is guys it's Cannabis Talk 101 remember this if no one else loves you we do thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the
1: iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia the CIA and the KGB